0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All
1: right, welcome into Final
2: Pitch, News Talk 830WCCO. I am your host, Henry Lake, and I am at Target Field. Hanging out here tonight. Twins get the victory tonight against the Kansas City Royals. Nice to open up the series here against the Royals with a win, 4-2. to And I want to take your reaction, your thoughts, your perspectives here on Final Pitch, as we always do. Because for the next 30 minutes, we will take your phone calls. We will talk about what occurred tonight in the game. We will give you our thoughts about what we observed here during the course of the game. And we'll get to the highlights and recap it a little bit later. But that phone number that you need to call is 651-461-9226. Once again, it's 651-461-9226. So if you're leaving Target Field and you're heading back home or if you've made it home and want to talk Twins Baseball, feel free to give us a buzz, 651-461-9226. Uh, win number nine on the season tonight for Joe Ryan. I thought that he had a good night on the mound, and that's after uh, giving up the two-run home run there in the, uh, the first inning, and it looked like the the Royals, you know, this this young, confident group of new players that they have been showcasing here over the course of the last few weeks because, remember now, Benatendi. Attendee, off with the Yankees, now with the Toronto Blue Jays, with Merrifield. So now they've got a bunch of new faces um, in their uh, in their lineup and, and giving some guys an opportunity to uh, to be a part of something special, hopefully for their, you know, future. Vinny Pasquantino, he was the individual that was named as the American League Player of the Week earlier today. He was the one that hit the two-run bomb in the, uh, the first inning. And so here you are in a situation – where Joe Ryan falls behind 2 0 in the blink of an eye. For the rest of the game, Joe Ryan did a pretty solid job. And I felt like it was one of those evenings where you have your starting pitcher who's not necessarily on top of their game, but they are the tap dancer, right? Like like they're 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 Kind of in this situation where, you know, there's a runner here, a runner there that gets on, and they're trying to work their way out of jams. And you could just tell that Joe Ryan was able to do enough to stay out of harm's way after that first inning home run. His line for tonight he went five in the third innings, um, six hits given up, a couple of runs, six strikeouts, a couple of walks. And he only threw 80 pitches. Now, I know that there were a few people I saw frustrated that he wasn't allowed to kind of finish off the sixth. Um, I didn't think that he was done. He looked a little bit perplexed or maybe a little bit frustrated that he wasn't staying in the game, but that's the way that it shook out for Joe Ryan tonight. So he goes um, and leaves the game. Caleb Dilbar is somebody I want to give some props to um, right now because I just like Caleb Dilbar. And you say, well, well, why, why do you like him? It's pretty simple. He is just a no-nonsense, I'm going to go out there and do my job. And every team should and needs guys that will just go in there and they will do their job. They're not going to complain. They're just going to go in there and do your job. He is someone, Dilbar. you never get any emotion out of him. And I appreciate that. I have no issue with that. I think that a lot of times in sports – whether it's we know how we feel about football players, right, football coaches and all this stuff, basketball, any sport that there is, fans get caught up into I want to see guys be rah-rah. I want to see guys show emotion. Not everybody's wired that way. Not every individual in life is wired that way. Some people are just shy. Some people just don't showcase um, outwardly emotion all the time. And that's athletes, too. Every time he comes in the game, it doesn't matter if he gives up a hit or if he strikes somebody out, his demeanor's the same. And I appreciate guys like that. So Caleb Dilbar, I like what he brings to the table. He came in for Ryan. He got the, uh, the last couple of outs there. Uh, he went uh, two-thirds of an inning, uh, gave up nothing, struck out a batter on eight pitches. So props to Caleb Thilbar. Then after that, it was um, Griffin Jacks, Joan Duran, and then to close it out, It was Jorge Lopez. And I will say this about Jorge Lopez. Makes me a little nervous. Makes me a little bit nervous. And, Hammer, I don't know how you feel about Lopez right now because, look, he's blown a couple of saves and he hasn't been with the organization that long. And I'm not saying that I don't like him because we know that he's got good stuff. We know he's an all-star closer this year. But he makes me nervous in the same way that – Remember Joe Nathan? Yes. When Joe Nathan would get into a ball game, and and Joe Nathan was was really good for the Twins. We all know that, right? But he would make things a little bit dicey. Yes. Okay? And he'll have you on the edge of your seat. And one of the things he would always do – Remember the, uh, the gestures that he, would, that he would do? He would, like, you know, be yes. blowing his lips. Yes, I was just going to bring that up. He, he would all, and I would be like, oh, gosh, man, he's working my nerves. He's working my nerves. Yeah. I can tell right now that Lopez is going to do the same thing to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've watched Jorge Lopez for most of his career with the Milwaukee, Kansas City, Baltimore, now Minnesota. And he has good stuff, and there are times he looks unhittable. The problem is he's not consistent with it. And hopefully, he works through that here. I mean, he made it a little exciting tonight, but he got the job done, so I applaud him for that. Yep. I just, you know, just, I think this is the Jorge Lopez experience where, like, you know, a runner's going to get on base, but more often than not, he's going to get the out that we
2: need. I think you're 100% correct. I think that that's, I think that is a great way in you just describing it. The Jorge Lopez experience. Yeah. We've all been dealing with this, what have we been dealing with all this season? We the, had the Emilio Pagan experience. And last
0: year, the Alex Colomay experience. And now, <laughs> now we're at the Jorge Lopez experience.
2: Now we've got all of these experiences. Yes. Can one of them work out for us?
0: Eventually, it has to go in our favor sooner or later, right?
2: <laughs> yes. All I do want to also mention, and this guy, i got to bring him up because he was very much a key to the game. And that is Max Kepler breaking out of a massive slump. Massive slump. What was the 0 um, for 25 coming into tonight? And it, I can't remember exactly what the number was, but he goes three for four tonight. And it, it just, I think that that was a big deal. And I'm going to tell you why it's a big deal. I've heard from fans, and, and you see this on social media, that I know that when a team loses, that fans will get in their feelings a little bit and feel like the sky is falling. But with individual players, we will start to say, you know what, they don't have it anymore. I'm done with this guy. I don't I don't have faith. I don't trust this. Max Kepler came through tonight, and that was so fun to see. Because when I look at our roster, I can't say that there's a player that I don't think can be extremely productive for this team. Because we've seen guys be productive in various different spots. And Max Kepler is somebody that I want to be – back into uh, thinking that way about him. I don't, go, I don't want him to come up to the plate and I'm thinking, okay, he's going to go for, you know, he's going to go 0 for 3 or he's going to maybe get a hit tonight. I don't want to feel that way. And I'm not saying that he's Louisa Rice because we know that when Luis Rice comes up to the plate, we feel like he's going to get a hit every time, right? We get that. Um, you know, you, you almost expect it, but you know it's not going to happen, but that's how you feel about the confidence that you have in said player. I want Twins fans to have this—that not the same type of confidence that they have on Louisa Rice and Max Kepler, but have confidence in your guy and in your team that they're going to get it done. All right, uh, we will take our first break. But once again, let's talk Twins baseball tonight. They defeat the Kansas City Royals 4-2. That number is 651-461-9226. This is Final Pitch on The Good Neighbor. All right, welcome back to Final Pitch News Talk 830 WCCO. Henry Lake broadcasting from Target Field. Twins victorious tonight over the Kansas City Royals. I like the Royals and what they're doing. These young guys are not a. Uh, they're they're playing their butts off, man. They're hustling. They're they're trying. They they have been um. They have been just a shot in the arm for the organization. You can tell that the fans and look, I I follow more Kansas City people than most because I lived there for five and a half years. But you can tell the fan base is really warmed up. To the young guys that are in their organization and, and the, the guys that are getting some run right now, the, and that's fun to see. I know that they that they shipped out Andrew Benintendi, they shipped out with Merrifield, and so now they're uh, they're on to the next. But the guy that <laughs> I got to tell you, man, he's one of my favorite baseball players that I've covered. Great personality and just a legendary baseball player for the Royals is Salvador Perez. And Salvi was out a good portion of the season. Now he is back. I, I'm going to have to try to look this up, Hammer. And maybe if you got a second, you know, let me know. Because I know that that's a Kelly Matson from Maple Grove, she's going to call at some point. Shout out to her because I was out at Maple Grove earlier today. But Salvador Perez, I'm going to have to look up what his batting, his career batting average is at target field. Because it seems like every time that, that Salvi plays – um, here in Minnesota, that he's just, he's on fire. I mean, he's absolutely remarkable Um, here at Target Field. Again tonight, another multi-hit game, Salvador Perez, two for four. Um, I know the batting average is not good, 223, but Salvador Perez is clearly, um, he's one of my favorites when I think about baseball players that I've been around, um, got a chance to talk to. Uh, just His personality is, is, is awesome, man. And the guy won a World Series ring, and he's one of the great members of that Kansas City Royals organization, and I mean ever, ever Salvador Perez. Uh, but tonight it wasn't about the Royals. It was about the Twins and what they were able to get accomplished. A good night I mentioned before the break, Max Kepler broke out of that slump. He was 3-4. for four. The other player tonight for the Twins with a multi-hit game, was Byron Buxton with a couple of hits he struck out a couple of times as well but when I think about twins baseball and the the success of this team for the rest of the way it's pretty easy to kind of pinpoint what it hinges on it hinges on three things okay um, Buxton's health because C- you that's that's at the top of the list. Because Buxton's one of the most talented players in the entire league. When he's available, of course, your team and your organization is going to be so much better off. Of course. You know, and that's not breaking news. That's not rocket science. I mean, if Shohei Otani is not available, the Angels are going to be worse off. <laughs> or with Mike Trout, they're going to be worse off. Or whoever the, you know, the the players Juan Soto Juan Soto all of a sudden got hurt with San Diego they're not going to be a better team so you need Buxton to be um, available the majority of the way to even have a chance at at thinking about winning this division secondly you're going to need a couple of members of your starting rotation to step up and step up means not going four five whatever but giving you some length in your in your starting rotation and last but not least those arms that you acquired to add into your bullpen you need those guys to come through you need Lopez to not blow saves you need him to lock it down you need Fulmer to lock it down so you're going to need everybody that you acquired and I thought the Tyler he he was I thought he was awesome yesterday pitched the ball well you need um I'm mean, not not yesterday but on Saturday you need guys that you acquired to get out there and ball out. But you also, at the top, in the main one that I mentioned, you need Byron Buxton to be available. And he was available tonight. A couple of hits for him. And you need the other guys to hop on board. All right, phone number, 651-461-9226. Should give a shout-out and another mention to Jose Miranda, who was, who was Jose Miranda, right? All he does is put together some good at bats. Not a multi hit night, but he was one of three tonight as the the DH for this team. And Jose Miranda, yeah, I think he can um I think he, he's gonna be a nice fit for this organization for quite some time with a two seventy five batting average here in his rookie season. Uh let's go to uh the lady I was looking for earlier today in Maple Grove. Her name is Kelly Madsen from Maple Grove. What's up Kelly? Uh
3: yeah you know uh the, 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 that win and just think about the mood in the clubhouse tonight. You know, yep. remember when, uh, remember when, uh, when you, uh, I don't know if you were around when the, uh, Kyle Gibson, but remember when we, he, he got so emotional when he made bad pitches? He'd be like, oh, Darth it, I made a bad pitch. <laughs>
2: I hear you. Well, 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 hold on. Are, are you feeling? Like, are you feeling? Are you feeling better after tonight's victory?
3: Well, well, I think I feel a little bit better knowing that I was able to join the Beatles Fest on Zoom, and also that uh, we got a good win. Hey. sometimes.
2: Hey, Kelly, I was out at Maple Grove earlier today. I was looking for you.
3: Ah. Well, you know what? I'm gonna tell my director that you came out here to Maple Grove, and <laughs> hey, I'm gonna have her meet. I'm I'm gonna have her meet you. Hey, t- 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 I, t- I, t- tell I, your director that you. Should-
2: tell your director that I came out to to Maple Grove, and I went to two places. I had success at the Target out there, but the other place I went to was um that Crumble Cookies, and I had no oh, success okay. there. They were sold out.
3: Oh. I know. <laughs> I know. I've never been to Cromwell Cookies, but I know that my dad goes out to Target to get me some water sometimes when I'm out of water. I got so, you. Uh, yeah.
2: All right. Well, well, thanks for calling in to the show. Kelly Madsen from Maple Grove, she comes. She calls in each and every night because she is a massive Minnesota Twins fan. All right, Twins defeat the Royals 4-2. to uh, I'm liking this. Let's go ahead and just – you know what? Let's not wait till Wednesday. Let's just go ahead and take care of the series tomorrow night because I got a little, little something, something, something on this. Um, we got the back and forth between me and – uh, my former colleagues in Kansas City at 610 Sports Radio, they wanted to have a friendly little radio wager. And so right now I'm winning the wager. Can we just go ahead and just make sure that we're good on the wager tomorrow night? I hope so. 4-2, that's the final score. Joe Ryan with the win um, tonight. Jorge Lopez with the save. It's 21st of the season. 6 5 we will take a break, come back, get to the highlights next year on Final Pitch.
1: All right, final segment of
2: Final Pitch, News Talk 830 WCCL. Henry Lake and Craig the Hammer Shrupper hanging out with you. We're going to be here till 1 a.m. Final pitch ends in a few minutes. We'll get back to Twins baseball a little bit later in late night, which starts at 11 o'clock tonight. I do want to um, mention this to Hammer, though, real quickly here before we get to the, um, to the highlights and then the postgame reaction. I was pretty confident that we were going to get the victory tonight. You know why? Why is that? Two, two two things, okay? Because I just had the sense that this team was probably coming back to target field extremely upset and frustrated that they didn't do much better in Los Angeles. Number one. Okay? And then and that's the more most important part. And then the second part was I had a little bit of a moment before the um the game today. I took a selfie with the Hall of Famer Tony Oliva. Oh, yes. And I, I knew that that was it. My, my my guy in Kansas City is calling me out and talking about, yeah, what are we going to put on this on this series, yada, 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 whatever. I took that selfie. I tweeted at him. I said, oh, it's a wrap on this uh, <clears throat> wager. I said, I just, I'm just i with the Hall of Famer right now. So, of course, we're going to win. Mm-hmm. And, lo and behold, what happened? What happened, Hammer? 42. We, we, we doubled them up. We double them up. That's how we do that's how we do. Yes. All right, let's get to the highlights here. Let's uh, begin with um, the Twins coming back to target field to start this three-game series versus Kansas City. Joe Ryan, he took them out for Minnesota, and in the first inning he was greeted rudely by Vinny Pasquantino.
1: And they won a pitch at fly ball right field. This is way out of here. No doubt or out onto the plaza in right field, and Pasquantino stays red hot, a two-out, two-run homer to right field. Four batters in, 2 nothing, Kansas City.
2: Vinny did rock that one. That was a no-doubter. <laughs> there was no doubt about that. We That was, yes. Yes, Corey is 100% right on that one. All right, 2-0. Uh, uh, we go to the bottom of the second inning. That's where Max Kepler started to break out of his funk in a nice way.
1: And the 0-1 line to left field. There's a base hit. Around third, Polanco, he will head home. The throw from Eaton is on line. The catch, the tag is not in time. And Polanco scores, slotting head first, beat the tag from Perez. There you go, Max, a new look. And the Twins are on the board, trail
2: 2-1. Trailing 2-1, we go to the fifth. That's where the Twins were able to tie things up.
4: There's a line drive, right center field. That's going to land. rise being waved around, throw to the plate. It's going to be cut off. Twins tied it up. 2-2 on a Miranda base hit to right center.
2: Right, nicely done, nicely done. Next batter was Jorge Polanco, and he gave Minnesota the lead.
4: There's a fly ball, center field should be deep enough. Correa's back, he's going to tag up. And it is as Isbell gets it back in, the Twins. Lead now 3-2. to two. Good job there by Polanco, jumping on that first pitch.
2: And that will be all the run support that Joe Ryan would need because he pitched a solid game. One ball, two strikes, and swung on a miss, got him. So, second
4: and third, he swings the bat one time. But in the bottom of the
2: sixth, the Twins got a much needed insurance run. And
4: Bubic delivers.
2: Line down the left field line. That's trouble.
4: That's going to roll the wall. Kepler can skip home. Throw into second base. Sanchez is going to be out at second. Kepler will score. And the Twins extend the lead four to two.
2: (laughs) I will say this. When, when Gary rounded first, I was like, there's no chance. <laughs> there was like no chance. I was like, yeah, we're going to get the run, but there's no chance he's going to be safe. But it was, I see that insurance run uh, in baseball. That's what you always want when, when it's just a, a, a run lead or a couple of run lead. You want to make sure you can get that little added cushion to put you over the top and make everybody feel comfortable here in the stadium. After the uh, the bullpen took over and the combination of that and some good team defense, it added up to a Twins win.
1: And the pitch, ground ball right side, gloved by Beckham. He'll go second for one. The return from Correa. In time. Ball game over, and the Twins win it 4-2. to All
2: right, so Minnesota wins 4-2 to over Kansas City. Manager, Rockaball Deli, after the game on the win.
5: That's exactly what we wanted to see. The pitchers went out there and threw the ball Good. We had a couple of hits, you know, or, you know, a couple good at bats with some uh, guys on base and uh, brought some guys home. Always could bring a few more home, but uh, the way that it came together with a nice defensive play at the end of the game, too, was uh, uh, great to see. Tim Beckham coming in and contributing uh, at a spot that he's played. He's played, he's played it a little bit, but, I mean, that's just a great play um, and something that, uh, you know, really stamped the game for us
2: and Rocco also talked about Max Kepler getting back on track.
5: I mean, he's been as important of a cog in the machine here since I've been here as as anyone. He always plays a good right field, he does his job out there for you every day. Um but getting him rolling at the plate and you know watching what he can do and going out there against the left-hander and having, you know, complete at bats. Um uh tonight Uh, extending the lineup and and getting other people to the plate with people on bit. Just, just keeping it moving like that, um, was great.
2: All right. Rocco also with an update on the condition of Jorge Polanco.
5: Polo, um, banged his knee up pretty good on a slide. Uh, I believe it was a slide at home plate. If he mentions anything to anybody ever, you know, that it's, you know, something to pay attention to. So, um, we had to take him out of the game and, uh, that's why louis was at second and tim was over at first base but worked out pretty good
2: all right here's max kepler talking about his night at the plate
5: looking at the past and you know we talked about this as a team um i think we we're trying to do too much and carry too much weight as individuals and today we just tried to you know keep the line moving and trust the guy behind um one another to get the job done and um yeah, like we, we've been focused on some analytics um, that we were swinging out of the zone a lot. And we kind of dropped on the, the list down at the bottom of the league in uh, chase rates. So today we just got pitches to hit and made solid contact and, yeah, played some small ball.
1: All right, that's awesome. So
2: the Twins do get the victory tonight, 4-2 to here at Target Field. They take game one, game number two, Is tomorrow evening, Zach Grinke on the mound for the Kansas City Royals and Sonny Gray on the mound for your Minnesota Twins. All right, we'll take a top-of-the-hour break. Come back, we'll get into late night. That's next here on The Good Neighbor.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.